Hello, everyone, and hello, Miles. What's up, Jason? Miles. Yes. You know what happens when an Italian comes to Burbank and tastes the local Italian food? Uh, is this a joke? <laughs> no. Okay. I was going to say. Yes. Do you have any clue? No. What, what happens? <laughs> well, they decide to open their own place so they can enjoy some home cooking. So you're about, saying the local Italian food's no good? Well, there may be something to that, and that is the story of Novo Cafe. And let me tell you, their menu screams authenticity, and the aroma does too. But how does it all taste? And what about the coffee? Ah, yes, the coffee. Well, I think we're ready to find out, so let's do that, shall we? Today we're talking Italian food, kids, World Cup, Tour de France, and of course, coffee on another edition of Coffee Cafe. <laughs> Welcome. We are two work-from-home dads who get together once a week to find the best coffee around. It's our meeting at the water cooler, a chance to have some great coffee and conversation. And to follow some great rules. Uh, of course, the great rules. How many rules do we have now, Miles? Uh, I think we're back down to three. Oh, we're back down to three. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, this is good news. Okay, go ahead. What are the three? Three, no national chains, and it's got to serve more than just a drip coffee. Yeah. Burbank and surrounding areas. We can only visit the shop once per year in official business. That's right. We had a previous rule that we had to have World Cup available during the game, yeah. but now we're kind of in a break between semifinals and finals, so yeah. Yeah. it doesn't really apply today. All right, so good. So now we can really do what we do best is we pick their best brew of the place that we go to. I actually watch soccer better than I pick coffee, <laughs> I hate to tell you, because <laughs> I don't have to actually do anything. All right, well. <laughs> we pick their best brew and decide if it's worthy, and we share what we discover with you. It's an inside look to coffee houses you've probably never heard of, and some you have, so you can go out and try the best in town, what to get and which to avoid. So, Miles. Yeah, hold on, Jason. What, what, Before what, you Miles? ask me where we are, yeah, yeah, I just want to take a second oh. uh, and just give a thanks, everybody, for listening to the podcast. Oh, that, that's a great idea, Miles. And just to ask a quick favor, two favors, actually. Wait, a favor? Oh, two favors. Oh, you have that kind of relationship with the audience? I don't know. Let's see. Let's check. <laughs> okay. Favor would just be to subscribe to the podcast if yeah. you haven't already. Going into iTunes and hitting the subscribe button. Yeah, that's very good. That's a one Second favor, favor is yeah. to take your spouse or friend or you know relative's phone and go into their podcast app and <laughs> subscribe from theirs as well. <laughs> that's a second favor. Yeah, make sure to automatically download everything. <laughs> Write a review from their account too. Yeah, sure. Okay. Especially if it's good. Yeah. <laughs> so those are my two favorites. Possibly more if you have access to other phones and you have passcodes. <laughs> and and if you can, just share our show with a couple people that you know. It's like somebody sitting right next to you. You can say, hey, you know, have you heard about this Coffee Cafe podcast? It's pretty funny. You should listen. Or this is terrible. <laughs> Check out. It's like when you t have tell your kid to smell something terrible. <laughs> oh, this smells so bad. You should take a whiff. <laughs> Well, uh, thanks, Miles, for the idea and tips, and thank you all for helping us grow our podcast. We really appreciate it. So, Miles, uh, can I now ask you the very important question? Jason, ask the question. Okay. So, Miles, where are we today? Novo Cafe. Ah, Novo Cafe. Novo is Italian for new. Ah, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 3900 West Riverside Drive in Burbank. Yes. Opens at 8 a.m. Yeah. It's open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. Closed on Sunday. 
Italian restaurant founded by Massimo Forti. Yeah, this guy, this is a pretty interesting story. I was reading it online. Uh, yeah, tell he, us about it. He grew up in Florence, Italy. Big Italian family, lots of good food every day. And then he started traveling the world and is like, I can't find this good Italian food. What do I do? Uh, so then somehow he landed here in L.A. and he still couldn't find any of the Italian food unless he wanted to pay an enormous amount of money to go to an authentic Italian place. And he was like, yo, what's up? I, you know, I want some good Italian food for Has not too much money. Has he never heard of a spaghetti factory no. before? <laughs> yeah, all right. That's authentic, all right. And uh, so he craves some home cooking, uh, which I believe, I don't know how to say it, but I think it's uh, trattoria. Trattoria, is that how you say it? Which is casual Italian dining. I thought it was Sabaro. No. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> and, of course, he wanted to make the price reasonable. So that's how he started Novo Cafe, which is a, it's a, well, it's very nice of him to do that for us because it's really, you walk in here and you can tell there's Italian in everything that they do. And it's yeah, not, it's, it's not the. It's on the strip of Riverside. Yeah. By Olive and Time. That's right. Right across the street. And, uh, and you walk in, you smell the authenticity, you can see it. And then you look at the menu, you go, holy moly, I want one of everything. And we almost did. Uh, we did. And today we're doing something a little different. We usually have a little breakfast with our coffee. But today, because of work and stuff, we're having lunch with our coffee. So bonus to us. We bonus. get to try this. They have um, paninis, uh, pizza, salads, um, just regular Italian dishes. Tuna sandwiches yeah. is what I got. Oh, yeah. And I had the uh, the chicken uh, panini, which had a little sweetness to it. It was a beautiful panini. It's very good food. But Miles, uh, you know, we're here for one thing mainly. And that's Italian, too. <laughs> Coffee's Italian? Oh, the coffee itself. The yeah, beans are Italian. Yeah, the beans that's are true. Italian. So it's a, it's really authentic. Danessi. So, Danessi, right? yeah. Danessi yeah, The funny story, Miles and I are drinking out of their uh, mugs here. And uh, we were like, well, I wonder what the beans are. And on our mug is this thing, Danessi. <laughs> Danessi coffee. They brought the bag out so you could see it. <laughs> and, it and there's this big bag. It says Danessi. And there so it is right, there right it on is. the side of the mug. Yep. When you buy that much coffee, they throw in a free... <laughs> I guess cappuccino <laughs> set, I think. So uh, speaking of cappuccino, Miles, what did you get today? I got the macchiato. The macchiato. Now, what yeah. is a macchiato? Macchiato is espresso with a little bit of foamed milk on top. Oh, foam milk. Okay. Yeah. So interestingly, yes. macchiato in Italian means stained or spotted. Oh, well, this so is the literal translation is stained coffee. <laughs> So you're or right. coffee with a spot of milk. All right, so there you have it. And according to Wikipedia... Yeah, oh, wait, well, we're getting deep into it now. Well, here we go. Uh -huh. This is kind of interesting. The origin of the name macchiato comes from the baristas needing to show the serving waiters the difference between an espresso and an espresso with a tiny bit of milk in it. That's stupid. <laughs> that actually isn't interesting. <laughs> Anyway, so it means it means stained, so stained with a little bit of uh, milk on All top. All right, so how is it? It's good. Tastes a little dark, like a little on the bitter side, so yeah. I sweetened it up with some sugar, it, but it's nice. It, what's interesting is, is the beans that they're using are a dark roast, and I'll skip ahead to the tip of the day. <laughs> tip of the day, tip of the day. <laughs> oh, I like the theme song. <laughs> Do you know the difference between what light roasted and dark roasted beans are? The difference between them? Yeah, the difference between them. Uh, well, dark roasted is roasted for longer. Right. It brings out more oils. Yeah. Reduces caffeine Aha. and it makes it more bitter. That's right. Uh, that's the uh, the the main thing there is that it's less caffeine. Uh, but you're right. It, all those things it, it makes the flavors bolder, but you don't get the big 
impact of the caffeine, whereas the light roast, you still get flavors, uh, but you get far more caffeine. Is it far more caffeine? caffeine? Yeah, it's significant because the bean is the source of the caffeine, and as you roast it, Mm. you're roasting out the caffeine, but you're bringing out the flavor. But anyways, that's the tip of the day, Miles. Interesting. (laughs) So I'm having the uh, cappuccino, and the cappuccino is is simple. It's espresso, steamed milk, and milk foam. There's not much to it. There's not Uh, much to it. That actually sounds really hard to do. You got to steam some milk and <laughs> foam the milk. Like, ah. Well, you know, uh, but and in this case, you know, typically you go to a place and they'll make a beautiful design with the the milk on the um, cappuccino. But in this case, it's more. I think it's more of Italian tradition, which is literally just foam on top of the milked coffee. Which yeah. is yeah. So and it's like a big cloud on yeah, top. Big, yeah, exactly. It's a big cloud on top. I like that, and uh, it's it's good. It's very good. You can definitely tell it's dark roasted. Man, it's, you have a little sip. And it's like, whoa, that's coffee. And Do you know why they call it a cappuccino? Oh, no. Please t- <laughs> tell us why they call it a cappuccino. The name comes from the cappuccine friars, referring to the color of their habits. Oh, really? And in this context, referring to the color of the beverage when the milk is added in small portion to dark brewed coffee. Man, we are learning a lot on this show. Well, it's good because, you know, we're in an Italian place and these are all Italian words. So <laughs> That's right. It fits right in. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, Miles, um, before we get into rating the coffees and stuff, there's a couple of things that I want to discuss with you real quick. What's up? Uh, first of all, you know, the last show, we had a listener write in asking us about, is it coffee just coffee? Because she goes to Starbucks. And uh, and you had come up with this brilliant idea of, hey, take two weeks and go somewhere and try other coffees, stay away from Starbucks, and then go back to Starbucks and see if you taste the difference. Yeah. That's brilliant. I mean, you came oh, up thank that. thank you, <laughs> Out on the whim. It was great. So uh, I think, I was thinking about it. I said, you know what? We should come up with a two-week challenge for people to try that exact thing. To stay away from Starbucks, stay away from Coffee Bean, you know, the big chains, and go to the local guys, the little ones, and, mm-hmm. and, and just go for that for a couple weeks. And then after the two weeks, try the Starbucks and then let us know what you think. I can hear Starbucks. Their, their <laughs> stock price is tanking right now, Jason. <laughs> and yeah. the show isn't even live. <laughs> I mean, yeah. what, what do you think of that idea? I like it. Uh, and the audience does it. We do it. We do a two-week challenge. We share our information. And then the audience can write in and tell us what they think, too. So two-week challenge. Two-week challenge. I mean, go to Starbucks, yeah. order a drink. Have that same drink at other shops. Yeah, for two weeks. Don't go back to Starbucks. Don't go back to any of the national chains. Because the point what uh, we discussed was you'll notice the difference of the quality in coffee when you go back to Starbucks after the two weeks. The big problem I see is that there aren't many other coffee shops that serve a unicorn frappuccino. (laughs) Don't order. Do a simple thing like a cappuccino. Oh, gotcha. Okay. You know, come on. We're all grown-ups here. Yeah, we (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Sometimes. I don't want to get too carried away. So now that we've got that, Miles, everybody's been wondering, myself included, you were in Hawaii on vacation. How did that go, man? It was fun. It was a good time. Yeah? I gotta say, the, the airline flight, flying on a plane used to be my, my nightmare Like when my kids were a little bit younger. Oh, yeah. Because they're like three, you know, three five, and, and eight now. Yeah. Um, back a few years ago, we were like in the fully in the struggle on the airlines. It was, you always had a, a kid who couldn't sit still, who would scream. You'd be, you know, worried about upsetting everybody. Oh, yeah. Kicking seats. Yeah. And now it just feels like, you know, Kids are older, and you know, on Delta you can get uh, 
every seat has its own television and there's like oh there's like a entertainment program for everybody so that combination of uh of aging plus more entertainment was uh made for a really nice airline flight well congratulations relative <laughs> to before so you made it to hawaii safely and sanely made it to hawaii safely and sanely yeah we did i think you know every time i get on a plane i relive all like the greatest uh horror moments from being on an airplane which yeah. it made me think maybe we should have a i think we should have a show dedicated to airline horror moments oh man we could fill up an hour or two of that huh? dude we could i won't touch on those right now <laughs> okay good. but i will just say yeah what i did chuckle about on the way there was you know the kids all have their headphones on yeah. they're like watching tv in their yeah. seats i'm kicking back watching my own tv <laughs> yeah. everything's quiet and peaceful and then the kids you know they don't really un- understand how their voice how loud their voice is like with the headphones on yeah that's always fun so you would just be sitting there all of a sudden and it's like <laughs> quiet you're watching your show it's like, can i have an apple juice <laughs> i have to go to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> i want to watch that show <laughs> you gotta turn around it's like, the whole plane gets up it's like what the heck <laughs> it beats screaming babies yeah for that's sure. true it's more funny <laughs> But yeah, it's it's, uh, it's it's a little something different now to get used to. Yeah, well, uh, b- but you still you got to Hawaii and the kids made it and kids made it. Everybody was happy. You guys had a great time a because time. over here we were left with you know blistering heat. That, I know. Uh, I noticed all uh, my uh, I, you know you trees you left and plants at the, died. You, you left at the right time, man. I heard it was like 120 here in Burbank. It was ridiculous. That's like Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Hot. It was so bad. And it looked, I mean, all my fruit trees, are, they look yeah. like they died. Uh, yeah, it's, it was ugly. Yeah. So I'm really glad that you enjoyed your vacation. Thanks. <laughs> One thing I also noticed, yeah. you know, I was out there. I yeah. don't know if, if your son has tried to play any practical jokes. Oh, oh, yeah. Boy, man, I can tell you. As a matter of fact, before you tell me yours, I'll tell you mine. You know, my boy likes to tell jokes, but he's never pranked ever in his life until uh-huh. the other day. My boy has it gets hangry. You know what yeah. hangry is? Oh, I sure do. Where you're hungry and you get and you're so hungry you just mad at the world. Your kid turns into a Snickers. Commercial. Oh, yeah, it is one of those Snickers commercials. And anyhow, uh, he he sometimes he comes home, he's hangry, and it's chaos until you get food into the boy. Well, the the other day he walks in and it's it's that moment. It's like, oh, here we go. He's hanging. He goes to the couch and he just doesn't want to talk to anybody. And finally, you know. Uh, you know, you want to help him get to the table so that you can put food into his mouth. But I walked over to the couch and uh, I sat down next to him and I started talking to him. And I was like, look, you know, I'm sure you had a bad day. Why don't we just go sit down? We'll have dinner. We'll eat. We'll talk about it. And, you know, he's just not responding to anything I say. And uh, finally, I'm just frustrated. And then he, he looks up and starts to laugh. And he says, I got you. I got you. I pranked you. And I was like, oh, man, he pranked the goodness out of me because that was a good one. I fell hook, line, and sinker. And, man, I was blown away. He was laughing. My wife was in on the joke, too, so she was playing along because he had done that to her when she picked him up from camp. Uh, <laughs> wait, so did you give him food already or no, like a snack? He no, didn't get a Snickers bar or nothing. anything? Nothing. He, it was all one big prank that wow. he was trying. and. And I then I realized, uh-oh, <laughs> yeah, this is dangerous stuff. And I, so I gave him a little warning. I said, I remind him, you know, about the cry wolf, and he knows the wolf story and stuff. And I, and I of course told him that uh, now that he has these new powers, 
with great power comes great responsibility. Oh yeah, Spider-Man <laughs> and Winston Churchill and That's all right. that. So yeah. uh, and I, you know, told him be careful because you pranked, but I can prank harder if you're not careful. Oh man. So yeah, that uh, was, he should have tried to get something out of that. Don't yeah. you? <laughs> I listen to you encouraging like a it. snack or a, some candy. <laughs> No, no, it was fine. It was funny once. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, you know, part of, I feel like, with this age, like this, you know, six to eight yeah. range, yeah. we got to, like, calibrate our kids' practical jokes and let them know, like, what's funny and what's not funny. Yeah. Because yes. we had one in Hawaii where uh-huh. World Cup games were on at, like, 4 a.m. out there because oh, of the yeah. time change. Right, sure. So we didn't really, we would usually tape it, but we did get up and, and, and watch one at 4 a.m. That was France versus Uruguay. So a friend and I are, are sitting there, and, tr- and my son got up, too, and we were sitting there uh, watching. And, you know, I was, like, you know, halfway awake, halfway asleep. Right. We were drooling on ourselves, basically. <laughs> it was just too early <laughs> yeah, to course. watch a game. 4 a.m., are you kidding? So as soon as the game was over, I went back to bed. My friend actually fell asleep after the game, <laughs> sitting watching on the couch. Yeah. And uh, his son and my son decided they were going to try and play practical joke. Oh. The practical joke was to mix uh, shaving cream with water together to make the slime mixture and then dump it all over <laughs> whoever was on the couch, which turned out to not be me. But they got it right on his phone. Oh, no. Yeah, almost ruined the phone completely. Oh, my. But, like, wet the couch, oh wet him. Oh, my. They thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's no, it's not. Well, That's the, the phone part's not funny, but the, the none fo- of it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a total. It's a way off base practical joke. Maybe it's a little lower the top. I mean, throwing water on people that was funny yeah. like ten years ago. Uh-huh. Now everyone's all there. Now that we all carry around like a thousand dollar piece of highly sensitive That's true equipment. Well, isn't it waterproof though? No. Oh, geez. I mean, you can like, I mean, it's your iPhone, right? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, maybe that's just the Samsung stuff. So then, you know, the next day you got to explain, hey, what's a funny practical joke and what's not a funny practical joke? <laughs> yeah. This is funny in cartoons. It might be funny in your, like, the books you're reading in real life. Right. Uh-huh. uh-huh. We got to, we got to dial that back and how did they respond to your comments on that well they i think they understood oh did they did they i mean really or or, you know we'll see we'll see on the next (laughs) practical joke when they do it dumping water on someone's funny if they're in a bathing suit yeah in a very controlled environment you know it's like no one gets thrown in the pool anymore either we used to throw people in the pool all the time but phones it's kind of like oh yeah yeah, they, they kind of ruined the fun haven't they Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Well, your friend survived it. Your, yeah, your son at least was like an acting one, and this one was <laughs> yeah. like a... And speaking of my son, uh, you know, uh, while you were gone, I don't know if you know this, maybe you haven't heard the podcast. Wait, what? I, I interviewed my son for the potential position of my backup host. <laughs> I assume he didn't get it, because I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was, uh, he was thrilled to do it, and so thrilled, he... Uh, unbeknownst to me I, he went and told everybody he saw at camp and stuff about how he was being interviewed by me for the podcast and then he um the, the next day he came and he says uh uh daddy um do you need do you need any more interviewing for the podcast and i, I said well no we've we've already done it and, and it's even out um in the world right now people are listening to it he says oh well you know if you want to do it before uncle miles gets back you know <laughs> I'll be happy to do it. I really enjoyed it. So be careful, Miles. I have someone that really wants your job. 
<laughs> watch my back. I know how smart he is. I'm going to have to. Yeah, I thought it was fun. I'm going to have to go after him somehow. <laughs> I'm going to get dirty. So, Miles, uh, what about the World Cup? You got to watch. We, you got to at least tape the finals and watch them. I, I've been watching or the just finals. Watch them live. I have been watching the with finals. with your son. Well, uh, I can't. I can't. I try and I can't. He just he'll watch for five minutes and then he's on to something else. He mm. just man, I tried everything. I tried all your tips. I, I no failed. go. Huh? It's complete fail. Because there's, I mean, finals. You got you got Mbappe on France. Yep. Who is like the fastest soccer player I think I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. You've got Luka Modric on Croatia, yeah. who's like short and goes after it. And, I mean, you got to just, I'd go with Mbappe maybe for uh, trying to get him interested in and, it. But the big story for me is Croatia being the smallest country ever yeah. to make it to the World Cup. That's, that's some, what a story. Pretty I mean, cool. It's yeah, a no, pretty special a, story. It is. Uh, I love France. <laughs> For their food, their biking. for their biking, uh, for so I probably root for France, but I do uh, yeah, admire. Yeah, but there's no villains out there that no, you know. Uh, you know, <laughs> there's feel-good stories on both sides. Whoever wins, it'll be a great event. Yeah, you know, if it was Russia, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be a clear team rooting against. <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah. yeah, it should be a fun game. I was going to ask you about biking. Yeah, speaking of uh, the World Cup and France and all that, at the same time is the biggest bicycle race in the world, the Tour de France, or Le Tour de France. In America, most people don't really know about cycling. They've heard of the Tour de France because it is the biggest race, but I just want to make one point about it, is that what most people don't realize is it really is the hardest sport in the world. Do you know why, Miles? Do you know, let me me put it to you this way. Let me put it to you this way. Uh, uh, you know, oh, those soccer guys run around 90 minutes. Oh, I'm not minutes. saying soccer's the hardest Oh, sport. those rugby guys. Oh, the, but this is three weeks, Miles. Three uh-huh. weeks. Almost 3,000 miles on a bike. These guys get a little help, though. No, right? no, no, no. Oh, no, not sir. anymore? Is no, the, is there's the, no are help. Are the drugs gone? No. Drugs have been weeded out. They have to climb an unbelievable amount of mountains. No, I got you. It's hard. It's the hardest sport. For three weeks, they only get two days off. It's so hard, Miles, that they can't eat enough food to keep up with the calories that they're losing. That's wow. how hard it is. And I'm really excited that it's uh, finally come to pass. You know, you can help us with next week. Because I think a big problem is that we just think of, like, who's going to win the Tour de France right. in this country. Yeah. Like, who won? Who got the yellow jersey? There's so much more going on oh, in that race. It's amazing. And like once you know a little bit more about sort of like the points and the different team and the who's there's other jerseys. And I just started understanding about why people I feel like every time I've watched it, you start the race and then like a couple of people go way off in the front and they try and do something <laughs> the and, then, and then they reel them back in toward the end. Yeah. And yep. then, you know, those people don't end up winning the day. That's right. But there's a reason that they do all that stuff, that, which lot you of, can probably I can get into it. Uh, but in the end, there's a lot of things happening during the race that make it exciting. Yeah. And uh, it's not all about the yellow. jersey. It's not all about the yellow jersey. And uh, it's fun to watch um, when you know those things. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. Uh, the way they shoot the Tour de France for television, it's it's two shows in one. And this is, they actually will tell you this. They shoot it as a travel channel show so that you can see France. And it is mm. absolutely stunning. Yeah. Uh, 
while they're shooting the race as well. So you get two for one. So if, if you really like to watch the travel, well, yeah. you can watch the whole thing here. But in, in most cases, I would only recommend watching an hour or so of, of the heart of that stage. And one more thing about the wind miles. A lot of people ask me, because I'm a cyclist, I'm an avid cyclist. They say, why do you wear those skimpy clothes? Uh, you know, there's a reason like soccer players wear their clothes, basketball players wear. It's because the wind is our enemy. And in order to go uh, faster and use less energy while well, we do, we wear tight clothes that will not allow the wind to get in and create a sail. Oh, I see. So Why do you, you wear them when you're not biking? Though? Oh, that's another story. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't want to get into that. It's personal. <laughs> The wind, man. <laughs> Save a lot of energy walking around during the day. Well, Miles, um, we're still here at Novo Cafe, and we should probably wrap this show up. This show has been jam-packed full of useful and non-useful information. We've reached the time in the show where we should rate our coffees. And, of course, we use a scale from 1 to 10, 10 being the best. Miles... You had... I had the macchiato. The macchiato. As we talked about, it was it was dark roast. It was good. A little more bitter than I would usually like it, but yeah. uh, with some you had sugar, to, You put some great. sugar, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, seven and a half, seven I would say. It, I thought it was really good. Yeah, I uh, I had the uh, cappuccino, and it was very good. I, I enjoyed it. It is dark roast, but I didn't find it bitter, and I think the milk... Uh, cuts the acidity a little yeah, bit. Yeah, for sure. And, um, I really enjoyed it. I'm going to give it an eight. It's an authentic Italian coffee, and it's very delicious. It's a little different than what you're used to. It's dark, but it's not like the burnt dark roasted beans. It is definitely unique and definitely interesting. It was very good overall. I just enjoyed it. So, yeah, I give this an eight. Miles gives his macchiato a seven and a half. Overall, this is a great place. I mean, yeah, great if, place. The only downside is yeah. the parking. If you work down here, it's perfect. Yes. If you don't, coming to lunch it can be a headache. It can, that is the downfall. But if you can find a parking spot, uh, it is worth the stop because their food is exactly how it's described. It's authentic. It's delicious. It's unique. Uh, compared to Italian places that you've probably visited around in and around town. Uh, so I highly recommend it. And their coffee is excellent. If you came here for a Danish and coffee, mm-hmm. you'd be very happy. So that's all we have to say about Novo Cafe in Burbank. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. And if you did, please share it with a friend or two. That's how our show grows. And it's thanks to listeners and subscribers like you that share the show and take the time to leave a five-star review that makes a big difference. And we really appreciate it. And if you have a question or an idea for our show, go to coffeecafepodcast.com. There you'll also find links to our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and email. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening. And remember, we're here to hunt for the best coffee around so you don't have to. Until next week, enjoy the brew. See you, Miles. Later, Jason.